0: Welcome to the Sipster's Wine Podcast with Luke Wittall. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Sipster's Wine Podcast. My name is Luke Wittall. This is a slightly different podcast. We are in the middle of a lot of Uh, fires right now in the Okanagan Valley. If you haven't heard about that, that is making the news, apparently, internationally. So the past weeks uh, have been a real change in the summer here uh, in the Okanagan. For a little while, it looked like we were doing pretty well when it came to fires. Um, There was occasionally smoke from farther away fires, fires that were not necessarily close to the Okanagan, but nothing imminently threatening and destructive like there is right now, happening right now. I can't say that it's been a very easy time in the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys lately. The sun came out for the first time in about a week today, which was really, really great to see. It wasn't totally blue sky, but, you know, pretty good for what we have. Uh, I've been wearing an N95 mask outside rather than inside, which seems a little backwards compared to the COVID procedures from when I last used those uh, same masks. The smoke has been oppressive here, and daily life is a little more difficult sometimes. I don't want to hang my laundry outside because it'll smell like smoke, stuff like that. It's it's just a different kind of way of life in that way. Of course, all that pales in comparison to the horrors that I've been really hearing about every day on the news and listening to on the radio every day. Uh, The Eagle Bluff fire evacuated part of the town of the a few weeks ago and got very close to a lot of houses on the West side of town, including uh, the house of a friend and bandmate of mine. Uh, who was evacuated for a couple days, few days actually? Um, the fires in now in West Kelowna and Kelowna because it jumped over the lake, which is crazy. Um, they've really become international news. People have lost their homes and businesses, and and honestly, I'm at a loss of words when I hear about people who have lost so much. I just it just makes me uh, so sad to hear about that. The landscape has changed, you know, when a fire comes through, it really alters what the land looks like, it alters what the mountains look like. Uh, and in particular, there was one winery that has been in my thoughts as soon as I heard about the McDougall Creek Fire. Um, and it's a winery that has been included in a Sipster's Pocket Guide before. Uh, The Niche Wine Company, which is at the top of Bartley Road, appears within that little line on the map on the BC Wildfire Service website that shows the border of where the fire is actually burning. And having been there a few times, I know where that is, and I was really kind of following that really intently, just hoping that they, they would be okay with their winery there. They didn't really say very much in... Uh, over that time, of course, there wasn't really much to say, uh, but they did send out an email uh, this morning and posted on social media that they are okay, uh, which basically they they quote here. They say, although there is still no official word, it sounds like the winery building and the vineyard are still standing. Uh, end quote. In an article posted on Robinson, com, owner Joanna Schlosser uh, saw trees candling at the edges of their vineyard and noted uh, that their equipment shed is now gone. She was using uh, security cameras, you know, remotely to see all this stuff. Um, I really want to mention that uh, CBC Radio in Kelowna has been doing a stellar job of keeping people informed. Chris Walker and his team at Daybreak South in the mornings have really been in it all of the time that I've been able to listen uh, he seems to be on the air, uh, or on the weekend, he seemed to be on the air for most uh, most of the end of the last week, and on the weekend too, it, he was kind of the point person for CBC News in Kelowna, and uh, and that's, that's what radio is supposed to do, and honestly, I hope they win an award for radio reporting, because um, they were doing a fantastic job, and are doing a fantastic job about that important to keep people informed and uh in an accurate way that sometimes maybe doesn't happen on social media quite the same way anymore the real heroes of course are the firefighters and some of them are municipal like professional firefighters Uh, some work for the bc wildfire service and some are volunteer we also have been getting um Uh, International, like people coming from other jurisdictions, provinces, other countries, to come and help as well. I heard the other day that they had over 500 firefighters at their disposal in uh, West Kelowna, uh, which is uh, amazing. I mean, I've never seen, I've never even heard of that many in one place before like that. Um, All of them are heroes, of course, and uh, and I'm sure that all of them are also really tired right now. Uh, if you haven't thanked uh, a firefighter, you know, lately or, you know, dropped off a, a note of, of encouragement or support or posted something on social media about it, um, do it soon. I think that's really important. As I record this, uh, it is not over. We are still in it. And any change in the weather, like any sort of, you know, reversal of the wind or you know, an increase in the in the wind or or temperature can really alter what's going to happen. The wind shifted today uh, and was coming from the south, which is going to be a little different. I think that's going to blow the smoke around a little, which is probably why we saw a little bit of sunshine today. The nights are cool and the winds are lighter, uh, so apparently they can make some headway, which is uh, in the you know in fighting these fires. We were supposed to get some rain today, and I heard that some places actually did, uh, although I think it was it was uh, kind of sporadic through the, through the valley. When I first drafted a script for this, um, I kind of defaulted to talking about the history of some of the fires that have happened here. There have been some really big fires in the Okanagan. This is not new to us in any way. It's been 20 years since the Okanagan Mountain Park fire tore through the southern reaches of Kelowna, uh, burning down St. Hubertus and Oak Bay's winery and uh, ruining a lot of vineyards. I also started to talk about smoke taint in wine and all that stuff. I know that's going to be a big part of the conversation in, over the next year, but I didn't really feel like this was the time to, uh, to talk about that right now. It's, it's just too early. Um, we... Really can't tell if there's going to be smoke taint really at this point, um, and right now it's just too close. You know, we're we're not out of the woods yet. It's just not time. What it is time for, though, is to be thankful. Thankful to the teams of firefighters working on the front lines, uh, battling against walls of flames. Now that's calmed down a little bit. Now, when the wind, you know, when the wind dies down, but. Um, you know, those images when they get to rank six and there's like fireballs, that's, that's, you know, some crazy stuff. The wildfire service posted a fire tornado. They have a video of a fire tornado, apparently. Um, that was not in the Okanagan that was on gun Lake, but still when, when you're at a, (laughs) when you're getting fire tornadoes, that's when it's really bad. Um, we need to be thankful to uh, communities, other communities who have offered support. Uh, thankful to CBC Radio, Castanet, and all of the media that have helped get accurate information out to everyone. Thankful to those friends who have messaged you from other parts of the country, or even other countries, just to check in and find out if you're okay. The further away they are, the more crazy the news probably looks to them, so they are justifiably concerned. Um, I know I appreciate when I get messages from people that, you know, just checking in to see if I was okay and that they'd heard about the fires and things like that. So um, that seemed, you know, something to be thankful for. Of course, this gratitude doesn't have to end when the fires are eventually out. Um, You know, be thankful for the clean air whenever that returns. And the sunshine and stars when we can see them again. If you are listening from outside of the Okanagan, I will put links to various local sources that we here use to learn about wildfires, uh, including CBC Kelowna, Castanet News, and the BC Wildfire Service, who has uh, uh, maps that they update a couple times a day just to show the extent of the fires and where the evacuation zones are. And they have a um, Uh, smoke forecast predictor and things like that i know that smoke taint is always going to be topical and if you really want to hear uh, a fantastic podcast about it i really strongly recommend listening to uh, moss shirkogel's fantastic podcast on that very subject uh, on his podcast called uncork the sun with the vinstitute wine school uh search for uncork the sun in your podcast app and uh and it should come up uh, pretty quickly. Uncork the sun. That's what I used, and and it worked for me. Look for episode eighteen. I believe is the one that they uh, that he was talking about. Smoke taint in wine. It was actually pretty entertaining. So he's pretty funny about that, or he can make something like that that's otherwise fairly serious be kind of funny. And uh, yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for paying attention to uh, the news and uh, sending your messages of support. Support your local wineries. Buy their wines. support, uh, Support the wineries as much as you can. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Sipsters Wine Podcast. Go to Sipsters online at sipsterswinepodcast.ca.